choose you. Be cool, baby. Okay. Hey, bitch, come here. Got your motherfucking man. Come here. Mr. Pretty Tony. I mean, you know the rules of the game. I mean, your bitch just chose me. Now, we can settle this like you got some class so we can get into some gangster shit. Fuck being on some chill shit. We go zero to 100, nigga, real quick. Yo, 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 what up? It's Thanks for Asking Kells Radio. I am back. It's episode 133. I'm Kells at KMGZ. What up, y'all? Um, It's been a little minute. The holiday break and everything. And, I mean, kind of a lot of stuff happened, but then kind of a lot of not. So, it's going to be a little bit freewheeling. And then, I have my whole joint planned out as usual. But, this fucking winter vortex bomb shit that I'm calling North Korea got me so fucking flustered that I left the paper at work. So, um, this is a little bit what I could reconstitute from what I had done, but it's going to be all right. So, and the, one of the things that I did not reconstitute was my yours and negritude. So let me see if I could think, I mean, it was the holidays. Like what do niggas do during the holidays, but just like sit around and eat and drink and don't know what day it is and don't know the date unless it's Christmas or new year's. So I, I've been off since, uh, well, I think my last day, yeah, from the 22nd. And then I just went back on the second, so that's like what almost two and a half weeks. So um, let's see, yours and negritude. I don't know. I, I might think of one. So let's just move on because I ain't got one for right now. Um, oh no no no! All right, I'll give it to Mariah Carey for her um, new her New Year's performance this year. People calling it a redemption. What the fuck ever? Listen, kids. Mariah Carey is a motherfucking legend, okay? She don't need no redemption. Mariah Carey ain't never got to perform nowhere ever again and sound good ever. And she's still going to be Mariah Carey with all these number one hits and all these classic songs that's all in the commercials now and just everywhere you ever heard. She owned Christmas. That's why they keep bringing her back. I mean, I just, I don't know what this, y'all young folks, y'all are real disrespectful. I don't know what you, Mariah Carey, do you know how long Mariah Carey's been in this business? Her first song, Vision of Love, which is my favorite song of hers of all time, came out in 1991. You, a lot of you motherfuckers wasn't even born in 1991. That was her first song. This girl has been relevant in the industry and making hits. She has decades of runs. Like there are, the whole, the whole 90s, um, was hers, then everybody called her dead, and then she came back with the, uh, again, with another little run, then everybody called her dead, and then she came back again, with not, like, Mariah is, is a legend, Mariah has been in this industry a long time, nobody has more hits than her, nobody's catalog is as good as her, you can put some peoples up there, but, um, very few, are as good as hers, um, Rihanna, who y'all know I love, is number two to her, number one, and she's number two by a long way, um, it's different charts, one is like number one hits, one is like most number ones, it's like all these different charts, but on all, on all of those charts, Mariah is one, and, and Rihanna is two, and the gap is big, I think from like number one hits, it's, Mariah has, I, I don't know, there's like a, there's like a double digit gap, 
between her and Rihanna. Her and Rihanna live everybody else in the dust. Between one and two, the difference between one and two and the three and the four and the rest of them is like 20-something plus songs. Insurmountable. Because everybody below them is old as fuck and would have to have a career for another 20 years and number one hits to pass either one of them and both of them is still active. Particularly Rihanna who's not even 30 yet. So I don't see it happening. But... I'm just saying, she's a legend, y'all are very disrespectful, again, I said last year, I didn't think, I didn't, I didn't think it was so much of a disaster, like, she showed up, she said she couldn't hear, if you can't hear, you can't sing, I don't know what y'all wanted her to do, everybody kept saying she should have got through it, she did get through it, she went through it, she, she walked back and forth, I mean, she ain't run off the stage, she ain't not show up, she ain't pull a Lauren Hill, I mean, she got through it, I don't know what y'all want, it's, it, you know, um, so this year she came back, it was cold as hell outside, Mariah had, Mariah looked great, she looked great, she had on a dress, she had on a fur, but her whole chest was exposed, and I know she had to be cold because it was like minus 7, and she got up there and asked for her hot tea, and I was like, oh my gosh, she asked, nigga, it's minus 7, okay, I'm, it was cold, it was cold the whole week, I'm guaranteed she wanted that hot tea so she could be a little bit warm and if anybody know anything about singing, which I know very little, but I know this much, cold is horrible for voices, like Aretha Franklin uh, talks about it all the time, how she turns the air off in her shows, and because they like it to be a little bit, they like the air to be a little bit moist and, and warmer, like the cold is dry, it sucks all the oxygen out, it's just not good for singing, period, so minus seven, I know ain't good for singing, so I really wasn't expecting her to sound that great, I mean, she sounded okay, it was a little few notes there, but again, it was minus seven, um, you know, she didn't hit that high register, she was like, look, the song gonna be down here, deal with it, I wasn't mad at it, like, yo, it's freezing fucking, it's below, below zero, so, shout out to her, but I, y'all real disrespectful, like, oh, she redeemed herself, she ain't never got to do nothing again, Mariah don't have to redeem for nothing, y'all worry about y'all little fucking phase with they little one-two hits, um, you know, still struggling, trying to come up, talking about, oh, if they just had this and they just had that, nah, Mariah been in the business longer than some of y'all been alive, and not just in the business, relevant, making hits, writing good songs, so, that's all on that, shout out, uh, sorry, yours and neighbor too, Mariah Carey, alright, so, Let's move on to current events. Um, so, your boy Bannon and Trump is beefing now. They dropping diss tracks. So, um, uh, I don't know which one came first. I think Bannon dropped like hit him up, or no? I think Bannon might have dropped who shot you early today, and then Trump came back with hit him up not too long ago, claiming that you know, oh, he was just an employee. So, if y'all been listening to me for a long time, and, and those of y'all who are new. Y'all might not know, but I've been on this Russian shit for going on two years now, because, again, I keep having to run my bona fides so niggas don't know I'm just, I ain't just talking and giving hot takes. I was a Russian linguist, I worked in the, uh, for the Marine Corps, I worked in the office, I worked in the Office of Naval Intelligence, Naval Intelligence Warfare Activity Office of Russia. Basically, we targeted Russia, the, the uh, military intelligence, the KGB, all that. That's what I did, I did that for seven years intercepts, work the NSA, CIA all of that, that's how I'm familiar with Russia, and that's how I'm saying the things that I'm saying, and I've been out since 07, which is 10 years now, or 11 years now but spycraft, particularly with the Russians, don't really change too much the things that really change the technology, I'm sure if I went on the watch floor now, that shit would look like the Starship Enterprise, I mean, I'd be like, what the fuck is this, what the fuck is that, but 
what's going on is the same as when I was there. So that's how I knew right away. I just, I'm familiar with them. That was my target. That was my desk I sat on. That's in Intel. That's what you call, like you call the area of the world that you're assigned to. You call it the desk. So you have the Russian desk, the Middle Eastern desk, the Asia desk, whatever. Sat on a Russian desk, sat in the office of Russia, command and control. So Intel, the higher level. So Putin and all these guys. So that's, what I'm drawing on, my knowledge in that area and my experience and the shit that I did. So, um, this, this whole Russia thing is like so obvious to me. And I feel like it should be obvious to other people too. I mean, I realize everybody don't have a background and people don't really know that much about Russia. A lot of people just know, oh, the wall fell. And then a lot of y'all, I realize weren't even alive or are too young to remember communist Russia. Like there's people I know who are like 30. that would be like, Oh, the first memory I have is when the wall fell, when the wall fell. I don't know what year that was when the wall fell. I remember watching, I was in my, at, at my dad in, at home. I was like, I don't know what grade we were in. Cause I can't remember what year it was like late eighties, whatever. I was like a kid. I was like 13, 14. I don't remember, but I remember watching this shit in the kitchen of my house on TV, watching the wall come down. So I remember communist Russia. Those of Gen X, those of us who were born in the, you know, the seventies and was kids in the eighties through Reagan and all of that. We remember the cold war and we remember the Soviet union, all them Rocky movies where it was like us versus Russia and Rambo. And all. we remember that shit. So if y'all was born after that, y'all don't, don't really, Russia don't really resonate for y'all like it do for us. But like this shit that we going through now with North Korea, when niggas is like, Oh shit, is we about to have a war? It was 10 times that with Russia because Russia can actually kill us. North Korea. Again, I think they stunt Queens. They might got a few missiles. I don't think they're going to get nowhere. They might hit Guam. I really just don't, I don't, I think that, I don't think that I don't see how they could possibly have the technology when you have countries like Iran and, and other countries who have been at it much longer, who have much more resources, who have much more expertise and they don't really have the capability. I don't really get how North Korea has it, even with and with their people starving and everything. Like I just don't see it, but I mean, they, they got enough to like start some bullshit. But, um, the thing with Russia was way worse. I mean, Russia really, literally, they made, <laughs> literally, they, if they pressed the button, they would kill us. We pressed the button, the whole world would be dead. Like, ballistic missiles, that's what the whole nuclear arms race was. That's why, um, nuclear proliferation, it was a big deal. Clinton came in and he made all these deals to stop the proliferation. Obama continued it. Dumbass comes in and now, you know, the whole world is on fire. So, Russia was a serious thing. They're serious adversary. They are not uh, incompetent in any way. They're not stupid in any way. Um, they are very capable. They're very strategic. They are very smart. They always have been. There's a reason that they were are a world power, a superpower, the only other superpower as opposed to us who, you know, we fade and fast. We fucking down. We, we, we fucking blowing a 23-point lead right now in the Super Bowl is what we're doing. But, um... Yeah, it's been very obvious to me. So, um, Bannon, he got fired. Um, I always think he got fired because, you know, they came in and, um, 
you know, they thought they was going to be able to pass all, because they don't know how anything works. They don't know anything. And so they thought they was going to be able to just pass all these laws because they president. They don't understand that these things have to be passed and approved. And, and the courts just kept saying, no, nah, because we have a constitution and this is in violation of it. And we don't know what the fuck y'all talk about. And y'all briefs is misspelled. Like, what the fuck is this shit? And they just kept trying it and kept trying it. And basically, the first brief was basically Bannon wrote it. And it had all kind of misspellings and errors and misquoting the laws. It was just like, like if you got your uncle in there and was like, like, yo, write a brief to the Supreme Court. Like, they think it's a joke. Like, they, they don't understand what anything is. Like, nigga, the Supreme, you can't just, you can't just throw anything to the Supreme Court. Like, you know, they, so the courts have been shutting them down. So I think that's why he fired Bannon, because I think he thought, oh, this is Bannon, this is my guy, and when his shit wasn't getting passed, you know Trump don't know shit. He probably was like, I right, get him out of here. He, he has a pattern of once you're not useful to him anymore, or he feels threatened by you, he gets rid of you and then throws you under the bus. So that's what occurred today. Um, I, I don't know what set Bannon off. Um, he's a crackpot, who knows. But he just today started, I mean, I don't know why anybody is shocked that Bannon and uh, they said uh, Roger Ailes and they said Rupert Murdoch and they said all these, you know, conservative Republicans would think he's an idiot. Anybody, just because you're a Republican and you're conservative don't mean you're dumb. Anybody with any kind of sense can see this guy's a fucking idiot. Like, so why anybody is shocked by that? Like, this politics, there's no law, like, oh, these guys, they're not friends. They are sailing up to Trump because they want things from him. Like, they, anybody can see this guy's an idiot, and if you're smart, you see that he's easily manipulated. So yeah, you would saddle up to him because you can manipulate him to do what you want. That's what a lot of these laws are. You know, that's what, um, that's what's behind the, uh, this, uh, tax plan. I mean, all the corporations, you know, he's looking out for his friends. Same thing with the, uh, healthcare, the pharmaceutical companies. Well, I don't know, because it's so different now. The pharmaceutical companies actually don't want it, but at, 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 when it was first going on, they saw, you know, they didn't want to, um, they didn't want to be regulated or whatever, but so I said all that to say, like, this is, it's obvious. It's obvious what's been going on. It's been obvious to me. I've been telling y'all for two years and I guess people just think I'm just some other quack on Twitter tweeting it. Maybe I am, but I swear to you, I know what I'm talking about. And I have not been wrong yet. The only thing I was wrong about was that he was not going to win the election. And actually, I don't think I was wrong about that either. I think that he did not win the election. I think if they ever do an autopsy, if they ever really look, they'll see that votes were flipped that did not go for him, and he did not win this election. But I don't think they'll ever do that, because it'll disrupt the, uh, it will just erode faith in the system to the point where I don't think we would be able to come back from it. Um, I just don't. If if people think, I mean, people already think that their votes don't matter. That's why we had all these shenanigans that, you know, occurred to get this guy elected. If people think that, oh my God, you know, they're hacking. I mean, to me, it seemed to be an easy solution. We went to automatic machines because of that shit and uh, what, uh, the last time y'all pulled this dumb shit and George Bush won versus Al Gore and the hanging chads and all that, I thought that shit was retarded too because it's like, yo, just make a goddamn ballot that's easy, you put an X or you put a check or you fill in the box or whatever the fuck, stop making these retarded ass ballots that's hard for people to understand but they do that on purpose, make a plain ass everybody done went to school and voted for their little high school officers, it's a goddamn plain piece of paper, you put, here go one person name with a box next to it, here go another person name with a box, put a check or put an X or fill it in whatever, I don't see what's so hard about it y'all got to hire people to count them, so be it um, you know, but machines, clearly they hacking, they hacking everything, so y'all never hack nothing useful, but 
they hacking the machines, they turn the votes, I don't trust it, um, ever since Snowden gave them the, the fucking blueprint, we've been having all this shit, well, I know people always been hacking, but it wasn't ever like this, um, and ever since that plane crash, I still think they clashed that motherfucking plane, but whatever, they ain't never found that shit yet, still to this day, so either the aliens got it, or that shit is sitting in Iran somewhere, like they say, or, I, that shit has fallen to the depths of some part of the ocean, which I would not, I would not have a problem believing, except that no parts, no part of that plane has ever been found, and none, like not a flip-flop, not a passport, not a suitcase, not a seat cushion, nothing, the shit disappeared, you have to explain to me how that occurs, cause, I ain't even, I, I ain't even 9-11 when the goddamn plane evaporated, they found fucking pieces of it, this motherfucking just disappeared, ah, uh, nah, 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 sorry, something, uh-uh, something ain't right with that, they, until they find that plane, I'm gonna forever think the aliens took that shit, or it was diverted to somewhere, and, and they just, Russia diverted that shit somewhere, and this is all again, I don't know, I don't know, I don't have the answers, they ain't found a motherfucking plane, I just know that shit, was, that's a jig so, we'll move on from Trump versus Bannon, but I mean, it's still it's ongoing, so I mean, I can't, the last the last thing I think I saw was when Trump said he was a low level guy, which is what they always say, they said that for Papadopoulos, as soon as, soon as these guys turn or whatever all of a sudden they a low level guy, and that's like corporate 101, that's what you do at, at a business when, so oh, this guy didn't have any responsibility their playbook is so like obvious, that's why I like people calling them strategic and all this shit, y'all really giving these people too much credit, they're, they're really not, they're just, they're so, there's a such thing as like, you know how people say, um, God watches out for children and fools, the same behind this is that like, some people are just so ignorant, or just so unknowledgeable that like, they just, they just go through things because they don't have, they don't know enough, they don't have enough sense to, to recognize danger, so they do things and they just get through because they ain't, they ain't got enough sense to even know they should be scared, or, you know, something is dangerous, that's what this is, like, I just, I don't think anything is strategic at all, I don't think they plan anything, I mean, it's obvious, they react, nothing, if they planned things, listen, if these guys were at all competent, we would be in a lot of trouble right now, because they would be able to get a lot of these stupid laws and shit done that they want to get done, but they can't, because they don't know what they're doing, because they don't know how anything works, they don't know how government works, they don't have competent people that know how to do anything, and so they haven't been able to do anything, but if they were, we would be in trouble, so I don't know why people think they're so strategic, they were strategic, they would be getting shit done, article came out today, and again, y'all been listening to this, y'all know I said this too, that they, the whole plan was not to win, they just wanted to get the, um, you know, gas it up, get his publicity up, and then he was gonna go start this Turner, um, I mean, sorry, this Trump broadcasting network with, um, Ailes and, and Murdoch and them, that was a plan, this was all for publicity, he was gonna lose, and they was gonna start this, this fucking network, and they was gonna talk about Hillary for the next eight years, that's why they're still talking about Hillary now, everybody like, oh, why is everything, because that was, that's what they had, that was their plan, that's what they had, that's what, they still going with it, they ain't had time to rewrite, they've been preparing for eight years for this, we gonna go on Hillary, we gonna go on Hillary, same way they went at Bill, same way they went at Obama, they was just gonna keep going, but the Russians fucking interfered, and gave this election, and now they stuck, and I said it on election night, when you see the pictures of him on election night, he is sitting there shocked and stunned, all of them are staring at the TV like, oh my god, we fucking won, them motherfuckers was trying to win, they didn't think they was gonna win, that maybe that's why Comey released that letter, I, I don't, I, I, I don't know, I think that dude knew what he was doing, and I think he was trying to defect the election, I really do, 
I just don't know if he knew that it would cause her to lose. But I, it's no way I don't think that guy knew what he was doing. I don't, there's no way I think he just was, oh gosh, well, I just thought if I did, I don't believe that shit. I don't believe that shit. Because that rule they have against interfering in an election is there for a reason. It's there just for certain circumstances like that, because nothing about that announcement, there was nothing substantive, there was no new information, there was nothing, you do not announce things like that, because people are not smart enough to figure that out, and it'll affect their opinion, so um you know, I just don't think they thought they were gonna win, and that's why we saw so much chaos, and they weren't ready and they didn't have this person picked out, or that person picked out, because they were not prepared to win they were not, and they didn't, that was not, there was never their intention to win, he was using that shit for publicity, to, to, um, to appeal to his little people, Hillary was gonna be president, they was gonna get rich on this little Trump network, dragging her for, for filth every chance they got, and everybody else, and that's why you're getting all this rhetoric, and all this fake news, and all this, all these little catchphrases, they didn't come up with that shit overnight, like, they've been planning this shit, like, I, people gotta, y'all, like, this is what I got on, and God bless that lady, if y'all was on Twitter, y'all saw on the, peep, the video where she was talking about people are dumb, and I felt that shit on my soul, because it's like, y'all don't think, for as smart as y'all think y'all are, and as woke as y'all think y'all are, like, y'all really just don't think, things are very, this is the problem with America and Americans, is that, like, we get so wrapped up in everything is a conspiracy, and everything is a jig, and it's levels, one thing that uh, my experience in intel, and war, and all that shit has told, has taught me, is is that saying that the simplest explanation is usually the right one, is true 90 to 95% of the time, because people are just not that bright, they are not capable of these extreme far-reaching, intricate conspiracies that you think they are because people are not that bright, because people have egos, because people want money, because people want fame, and people will run, and they will tell. Look at right now. And these motherfuckers set up for, they can do whatever they want. And look how they turning on each other. It's just, it's, it's, it's not... It don't be what y'all think it is. Everything is a conspiracy. Oh, it's strategic. It's not. It just be the simplest thing. And if people would just stop all that dumb shit and just think about things and look at things, they could figure things out. It's not. This is not a mystery. It's not that difficult. That they were. They, this this was all a plan, and they just had to adjust now. So now that's why everything is fake news and all. You know, it's everything. It's a show. It's a show. This is what they were planning on doing on their network, but day one. So now they're doing it from the White House. Um, and you know that's probably why I'm a Rosa and some of these fucking coon blacks was like, oh, I'm gonna sign up with this because I'm gonna be on the network. You know, who knows? I, he might have told Amarosa, hey you're gonna have like an Oprah style show on our network, you're gonna be the, the conservative Oprah, who knows what he told her, probably had to promise her something, so, and all these other people, like, I'm I just, I just, we we are not gonna make it if we don't get off this this, this wheel of stupidity that we have been on oh, it's a conspiracy, they hacked and they, they sabotage Bernie, and they sabotage Jill, like, shut up, y'all sound stupid, like, what is happening is so obvious, if y'all would just pay attention to what is actually occurring, y'all wouldn't have to come up with all this other shit, like, 
Jill was a plant. Same way, who was the boy? Nader. The motherfuckers come in, hey, we need to split this vote, because if we don't, we ain't gonna win, so we need you to be the third party candidate and pull off the kooks and, and the dummies and the, and the, and the uh, conspiracy-minded and the fucking ideological purists who keep thinking that this Shangri-La world that has never existed ever in the history is, you know, going one day come into being. Master's tool Twitter, that's what I call them. Like, this shit was simple. This shit was very easy. This was the easiest decision in the world, and we fucked it up. And now look at us. Um, alright, I talked about that way too long. My bad. So, over holiday break, I was on the tweets. I seen a lot of y'all on tweets, because it was super cold. If y'all not on the East Coast, y'all don't understand. It was cold. It was super, super cold. So a lot of stuff that I usually do on that break, you know, go here, let's go here, let's meet there. I was not doing that shit. I was in the house, because it was brick. It was brick outside. And so, I watched a lot of Netflix. I watched just about, I watched it on Netflix that, like, I didn't even know was on Netflix. One of the things I watched on Netflix was Bright. Um, it was, uh, it was, I give it, I, so there's been a lot of talk about Bright. Oh, it was horrible. Oh, it was, t- I think y'all doing the most. I seen way worse shit than Bright on Netflix and everywhere else. I mean, it was involved magic. It had elves. It had dwarves. It had, oh, no, it didn't have dwarves. It had elves. It had fairies and had orcs. I mean, and it had good fight scenes. I give it a five out of ten. It was, it was not great. It was not anything I would recommend, but it's not the worst thing I've seen. And I thought that the, when the, um, so, when the dwarves, or were they elves? Elves. I get elves and dwarves mixed up, sorry. When the elves came through, shit got lit. Them elves not fucking around. So, just for the fight scenes alone, I thought it was, a, I give it a 5 out of 10. It, we all did the most. It was not, it was not the worst thing. It's way worse shit on Netflix that y'all be giving 5 stars to. So, I watched that. Um... I'm trying to think of something I watched that I could recommend to y'all. Um, if y'all like scary stuff, and I know from Twitter that some of y'all do, there's this movie on there, on Netflix, called, um, what's it called? I Am the Pretty Thing That Lives in the House, I think. Close enough, you'll find it. Pretty scary. Watch that. It's a old, it's a good old-fashioned ghost story. Like, if y'all are older, if y'all remember, it's a movie that came out in 1980. It always scared me to death when I was little. And then when I got older, I watched it, and it was still scary, but I realized it wasn't as scary as I thought it was, because when I was littler, I didn't really understand the plot, and it was just scary to me. But it's called Ghost Story. And it came out in 1980, and it's about this, um, these three, like, it took back, place back in the day. It was like these three college wife, uh, kids and like a sorority or whatever they did, it was like 19 early 1900s or whatever and they was in a sorority and it was all dating this one girl and they ended up killing the girl and then she ended up haunting them um, individually and it's really, it's this really scary movie and this movie is like that, it's like in that vein where it's not like the shit they do now with the demons and the, and the everything is jumpy and the slasher it's like a good old fashioned I'm not going to tell you what it is because that kind of get a plot away, but it's good. So if you like scary joints, watch that. It's very suspenseful. It's not like really jump out your seat scary, although it's some parts or one part in particular, but it's very creepy. So you'll like it. If you like scary, good scary movies, not y'all niggas that like Saw and all that shit, but people who like really good scary movies that, that have an evolved plot, and the first, I had to watch it twice because the first time, I didn't really understand what was going on 
And so when it got to the end, I was like, wait, what? So I watched it again, and then I, I followed the plot. And I was like, oh, okay. So that was good. Um, what else I watched on Netflix? I watched... I don't know if I told y'all about Mudbound. I ain't like Mudbound too much. Not, I mean, Mary got nominated. I mean, she did okay. I just didn't feel like they gave Mary and none of the black characters really that much to work with. Like, the, the, it really focused on the white family. And they, and they had all the character development. I just ain't like it. I ain't like it. It got, it got, it got pushed like it was, oh, two sides of, you know, the whites of this one issue. But it really wasn't. Like, they gave the black people, like, really short and I really didn't I didn't like it, I didn't think it was that great um what else I watched on Netflix uh, I can't remember, I'll maybe some, come up with something else, so what else I did was I went to see Star Wars, and I was like the last person to see Star Wars, because when it came out on the 16th, um it was like the run up before break, and I just was really busy, and I didn't have a chance to go see it, so I didn't see it, and I avoided all the spoilers, and everybody always complaining, nigga, I didn't mute nobody, I just didn't catch no spoilers, whenever I saw y'all talking about Star Wars, I just scrolled past it, and the little parts that I did see, it didn't really ruin it for me, um, and so when I finally went to see it, and it was outstanding, it was so good, and I saw, and I saw, like, I, I didn't see it till mad late, so after a while, people started saying little stuff, and oh, the plot was this, and it was terrible, look, if you don't like Star Wars, the series, then just please shut the fuck up and don't watch it no more, cause y'all just, y'all don't get it if y'all don't get it, then don't get it it was so good um, Rogue One I loved, this one I, I, I don't know if I like this one as much as I like Rogue One, but it was different, it was like, if you watched the original Star Wars most people like the Empire Strikes Back because it was more action and it was the Empire Strikes Back than the first one, I kind of feel like this about this one, like Rogue One it was more action, but this one was more I, well, it was I, it's, I, I liked I liked Rogue One a little better because this one had more down, so it was reverse this, this one was like the first Star Wars where it was a lot more plot development and a lot more downtime and a lot more like the thing between Rey and, and um, Kilo Ren when they kept linking up and the conversation there it was just a little bit slower paced so I liked it but I liked Rogue One a little better because it was more it was faster but it was still good um I love the actress they have playing playing Rey um Skywalker man the first like 45 minutes of the movie had me real mad cause I was like yo they got Skywalker acting like a little bitch man this is fucking Luke Skywalker and he walking around all fucking defeating and shit and then finally Yoda came up and slapped him up like Skywalker you just still doing the same bullshit you was doing when I was trying to tell you before you know you looking at the horizon when the answer's right here so Luke came back and yo that fucking scene where he was using the man that shit was so dope cause I didn't even know what was going on at first, but I figured it out. Um, real dope. Seeing what, uh, the Supreme Ruler where Kylo, uh, killed him was, was really good. Um, we get the origin of Ray's, Ray's parents, which I'm not sure I believe, because, um, he said he had the vision, but the Supreme Ruler had the vision too, but he, he's, but as we can see, which is kind of similar to Game of Thrones with Melisandre, they might get the vision, but they don't always see it right. Like they don't always interpret it right. So I, I say it like you got the you got the map, but you don't got the compass. And so he was saying what he said to her. It could have not been accurate because um, when when he was 
when the supreme leader was talking about how he was going to strike his greatest enemy now clearly he saw him doing that but he didn't realize it was going to be him so it could be the same thing with Ray. like maybe that's he saw a vision but that's I just got a feeling that her parents are somebody different I could be wrong that could just be it but I have a feeling not because if y'all remember the original Star Wars Luke Skywalker ain't know who his parents was either he was supposed to be a nobody from Tatooine so we'll see if they bring that story back around um yeah but it was great I enjoyed it a whole lot and I and you know I went to see it by myself I went to I went to the Magic Johnson Theater because I figured it's been out long enough and ain't gonna be a bunch of people here to see it and it wasn't the theater was not packed at all but it was a lot of white people whole white families in the theater it's way too many white people in Harlem anytime you got a whole white several rows of whole white families it's too many y'all I don't I don't know what to do um got me a PlayStation, cause I was like, yo, if I'm gonna be, I, y'all niggas, I'm old, I don't be going out like that, I'll be here, I'll be watching TV, I'll be watching ID, I was like, I gotta get something to do other than that, but read my books, I gotta get something to do other than that, let me get a little video game and do that, so I got PlayStation, but that shit, yo, I think I'm gonna get the Nintendo Switch, cause PlayStation is too much, man, or I just gotta get better games, I don't know, I got GTA, and I got, um, the Star Wars joint, but, it's like, the, it's hard, man, I can't drive the fucking car, I keep losing the missions cause, you know, like you go through the scenes and I, that's cool, the controller is just too loose for me, like I remember that from, that's why, that's why I used to like Xbox, cause Xbox controller, you can like, it's not as, you touch that little fucking knob a little bit, and your car just go careening off the road, like I just, I can't figure it out, so I be losing because I get through like the little missions or whatever, like kill this guy, do that, but then they always like, alright now you gotta go chase somebody, and on the chase part I be losing, like I cannot drive the fucking car, them game, man look, and then the Star Wars game, I don't even know that, I, I, I'd be getting killed right away on that shit, I don't even know what I'm supposed to do um, so people keep asking me if I'm gonna go online no cause I'm not good, and I ain't gonna have no fucking 10 year old cussing me out, and y'all gonna be calling me fucking whack, and, and all that shit, cause I'm getting y'all killed, no, if I get better, and feel like I, you know, I can get online and play with some people, and not embarrass myself, I will, but right now, no, I ain't going online, y'all niggas ain't gonna be dragging me, talking about I'm trash, cause right now, I am trash, um, so, but I need, I guess I need better games, like, I like, um, I don't know, it's like a fighting, I need something where the controls ain't fucking complicated, like, a fighting game, where I can get the, the moves down, like, you know, GTA, it's, you gotta hit right, left, right, two, XO to bring up this and to do that, it's too much, it's too much, I need something that's simple, kick, punch, flip, like, if they're like a more, I should Google, is there like a Mortal Kombat for PlayStation or something, I don't know what these games are, but I need something like that, I like fighting games, I like the war games, I like to shoot them up, I'm gonna get Call of Duty, of course, I'm gonna get that, but I don't know, if y'all could, any kind of, like, is there, is there, like, a Tekken, I don't know, I had Xbox before, um, I should look, I'll, I'll Google and see what kind of games is out there, but maybe, I just need easier, I need something that's simple, I can't be doing, when it be extra shit, I, I can't be doing, I need something where I could just move the joysticks and, hit, and push the buttons, and learn something, up, up, back, back, some, you know what I mean, some quick shit, but, I'm gonna get to Nintendo Switch too, cause I, that's Mario Brothers, and, I, and that's easy, like, them games like that, I play them all day, plus I went to the, um, my friend was here with Thanksgiving, and we went to the Nintendo store, which is by where I was just, like, on the same block I work, or across from where I work at, and I was, oh, I got on the Switch there in the store, and it was kind of dope, I like it, so I'll probably get that. Um, yeah, so, that's my, my PlayStation story. Um, we are 
back under threat from North Korea. North, um, You know, I said on Twitter, like, I don't really, I think that, I mean, we both know that Trump and King Jong are, stu- are stunt queens. But I think um, King Jong actually has more sense than Trump. And I don't really think, I mean, no, well, then the gang got good sense. But nobody really, I feel like, wants to die in a nuclear holocaust. So I don't really, I think he, I don't not really sure what, I, I gotta admit, I don't, I never sat on North Korea desk, my friend did, I don't know too much about it, other than that the people are starving, so I don't really, apparently there used to be, I mean, there was a Korean War, of course, but apparently there used to be, I guess, a relationship, and then it got cut off, I don't know, I don't know nothing about the history of Korea, but, so I don't know what he really wants, but I just know that he's, number one, I don't think they have the capabilities they say they do, number two, um, I don't, think that he wants to, I think he's blustering and using this for leverage for some, for what, I don't know, I don't know if they want to, I don't know what they want to do, but I'm not really worried about it, in other words, they're like, oh my god, how are we going to stop nuclear war, I don't, I don't think, I could be wrong, but I don't really, and I, not on our side, like, I don't trust our president at all, like, this motherfucker might actually be trying to start a war, but I don't think King Jong-il is, I think he's just doing this, he's always been a stunt queen, and I think he's just doing stunts and blustering and making us look foolish, which we are, um, and he got a, he got a huckleberry on this side that'll play his silly games, because if you notice, all the other presidents, they don't buy into that, because you don't, you can't, you're not gonna outstun a stunt queen, so you, the best way to, thing to do is ignore them, or undercut them, or do, you know, stuff like that, but, you know, not us, we got commander and dumbass, so, he, feeds right into it, and he's giving him what he wants, but I, I don't really think that we're really close to nuclear war, but what could happen, because nobody really knows, again, King Joe, nobody really, he's clearly a nut, and he's clearly a quack, and, and what I think is, that might be the danger, is that, you know, this dumbass president we got, does something, or, or fucks something up, and makes it look like we're being aggressive, and that might start some shit, kick some shit off, because King Jong's like, oh, y'all, for like, you know, oh, for real, y'all sending bolts over here? Oh, okay, let's go, like, I think that could happen, because this guy's such a dummy, and I've said before how poor leadership has a military looking crazy right now, like, every week we're reading about somebody getting killed, and that has never happened before, and that's poor leadership, poor command, people not reading their intel reports, people being reckless, people um, not standing down when they should stand down, so that's what that's about, so I can see maybe that happening, like, this dumbass trying to, you know, prove he got the biggest button, and it's more power than all this dumb shit he's saying, doing some kind of something that it would be interpreted by them as a threat or an act of aggression that would kick off a war I could maybe see that um, before, you know just straight up nuclear shit um nuclear, like George used to say um yeah, so oh, I t- uh, thanks for whoever gave me the, I can't recall whoever gave me a coquito shout out, thanks, I got it thank you um, appreciate it, I don't know why that shit is so complicated, but I got it, um, what else, oh, I didn't, I'm sorry, um, I'll put the, we'll just move on to Genghis Kicks, I'll put the pictures up later, so, as I've been complaining all holiday, ain't been no drops, I told y'all last time about the Gatorade joints, and I put them up, they're still available, the orange ones, they okay, I don't like any of the other ones, um, there's not, really no kicks out, next week, or not next week, next month, um, there's some, there's some heat actually coming in January and February, so, 
um, I'll have more then. I know the uh, Black Cement 3s, the Holy Grails are coming in February. The Art Basel, Art Basel um, Jordan 1s are coming, I think, this month? Or maybe, no, this month. Um, they always do that Black History Month release. And you know what? Every year they are lackluster. Like, you... You would think for Black History, you could you could freak that so crazy. Like them black, black gold and white um Jordans that came out. I don't know why they didn't save those and put those out on Black History Month. Those, I mean, they sold like hotcakes anyway. But that would have been a great drop for Black. Like you could flip Black History Month so many ways, like so many color schemes. You could do a red, black, and green, which I don't particularly like that color scheme. But you could do it, or you could just do a blackout. Actually, Kobe, I think Kobe did that one see one year for Black History Month. He put out all these black um. Kobe tens, which were actually kind of dope, but for some reason they always be terrible. And I know it's gonna be some fly knit trash coming out. They putting fly knit on everything. I don't like it. I don't think you need to go on everything. You only need it on the vapor maxes and the and the fly knits, like the Nike fly knits. Um, there's a few a pair of Adidas, the Boost. I told y'all they're starting to put Boost on different. So that's what it is. It's a um, and I'll put it up. It's an anniversary Stan Smith Adidas pack coming out. It's black ones. It's two pair of white ones. But if y'all know Stan Smith, they have the um original. You can get so you get Stan Smith Classic or you get the regular Stan Smith. So the regular Stan Smith, they're white. They got a white sole. The classics are are like a off white, and they have like you know how when you have your Stan Smith for a while and the sole turns yellow. They have them like that. We call those the classes because that's kind of really how. Like if you got Chris, if your if your Stan Smiths are white and crisp, that ain't really how they supposed to look. Like Stan Smiths are supposed to have that yellow sole, and they're supposed to be a little bit off white. They tennis shoes. They supposed they're not supposed to be crisp. I know people like them crisp, but I've never that ain't authentic to me. It's just like when you get the shell toe Adidas, they got the you could buy the shell toes with the, the toe is a little bit off white. Don't, that's the authentic joints, because when they first came out, they would do that, so you ain't want your joints to look brand new, although I do got brand new ones, but looking ones, so they're coming out, it's a whole, it's a four pack you get together, and, and they have um, the Boost sole on them, the Boost sole is very comfortable, I ain't got nothing against Boost, I, Boost, I just thought that most of the shoes that came out were ugly, the Yeezy Boost, I, they're ugly, and I just wasn't gonna get them, but the Boost sole is very, very comfortable, so as soon as they start putting them on shoes that are to me that I look good, I'm all in now, so I, I, I got, I'm a, those are coming out, I'll put them up, and they're put, like, go on the Adidas site, they're putting, like, the boost sole on regular joint, and it looks fly, like, they got it on the, the shell tops, they got it on the, um, all the soccer joint, it looks dope, like, I know some of y'all like the original boost, them fucking booty shoes look like socks, I don't like them shits, I think them shits are ugly, whatever, but, um, I'll put some of that up, what else did I see? over the holiday, not too much, I'm still salty about my A-blows, I'm still holding on, I think of it, I don't know, they're supposed to be re-releasing some other ones eventually, I just I could have got them, I just, look I like sneakers, and I, but I just I'm not ridiculous, and I'm just not gonna pay above a certain amount, and I'm just not gonna pay $900 for no sneakers, like I'll pay $900 for like some dress shoes, or like some you know, something fancy like that, but for sneakers, I just can't do it, my limit is, the most I've ever paid, I think is like 300, which is a lot of money for sneakers to me, and not, and I think I only paid that for one pair, and I just wanted them, but not, I can't pay no, not, I'm not, I love them joints, and if I don't get them, then I don't get them, I'm not paying $900, and people not, you know, dropping the prices, because I guess people still playing them, I don't know, I still see them sitting, so at some point, 
y'all gonna have to drop these prices, uh, maybe I'll just wait out for them, but I thought they would be dropped by now, like, I thought I'd be able to get them for, like, 350 400 which I was prepared to pay, because they 160 retail, if you could've got them on the app, they was 160 they cost whatever the shoe costs, so, you already paying a 50% markup at 350 400 but I was gonna get them, because I wanted them, and I had budgeted for it, but 900 800 nah, um, yeah, so, what else is coming out? That's all I've seen. Oh, the um, I'm bugging. I put these up last week. I put them up again. So the Green Gatorade Six came out. They sold out though, right away. I didn't want them. Like I don't. As I told y'all before, I like the classic looks. I like the Jordans that came out when they first came out. I didn't like the Princess Fours. None of that shit. Like if I get if I get a remixed version, it's I got the um like mics, but again because they they the Carmines, which I always wanted. But like I don't like these remixes, so I didn't like the green Gatorades. I mean, I, I they sold out, and I know these are gonna be rocking them, but they I didn't want those. Same way I don't want these colored air Jordan ones, I just, I don't like I don't like that, I like the how how it was when it originally came out um, those are the ones I cop um yeah, that's it, so I don't have no other sneaks for y'all, um but again, I'll have more in January and February because that's when all the heat is coming out, so I'll, I'll try to remember, again, I left my list at work, so I'll try to remember all the ones I just told y'all and put them up I got the Adidas, I'll put those up the rest, uh, we'll see. Um, all right, so, this one's a little short, but I wanted to really, it's a new year, January 2018, so I, I check my stats, I don't all the time, because I just don't, I don't want to be chasing stats, I know y'all listen, the ones y'all like it, y'all tell me, you know, y'all enjoy it, and that's cool, and I want you to enjoy it, and I want my content to stay in the pocket that it's in, so I don't chase stats, because I don't, I, you know, if they come, they come, but I'm not, I don't want to chase numbers, so I very rarely check them, but I mean, I do pay attention, I kind of gauge, okay, more, somebody that I never knew before, shout out my podcast, cool people to listen, but over the holidays, I did go look, and I noticed that my listeners have gone up by 50% since the last time I checked, like, and I just really look at the stats, and I look at how many listens on every episode, and I think a lot of y'all finding me late, and so y'all are going back and um, listening to other episodes. It's jumped by leaps and bounds. Those of you who have been with me since the beginning, thank you for all the terrible sound and, you know, the format change and all of that. Thank you. Those of y'all who are new, what up? Thanks. Um, Again, I'm always improving, always updating. It's a new year now, so I got my I got my upgrade budgeted. Don't worry, I'm um keeping keep improving on this sound um right now. But I got I think it's you know decent that y'all can get me. But thanks for listening. Thanks for shouting me. I please follow me. At, it's at thanks underscore for asking at Twitter. I actually haven't checked over there. I'm trying to engage with y'all more, but. I have so much more followers on my personal, which is at KMGZ, that it's hard to go back and forth, but I'm going to try to do that a little bit more. Um, Please follow me there. Um, Follow me on my regular Twitter. Y'all can shout me out on Twitter. Y'all can send me emails. Again, I don't check the emails that often because I just don't be getting them, and I got five other email accounts that I got to log in and out of, and it just gets a lot remembering all these passwords and stuff. But I do check it, so if you do send something, um... I'm not ignoring you, I probably just have not seen it yet, but I will get to it, um, okay, so, I said all to say, thank you, I'm glad y'all like this, um, I like doing it, um, I'm gonna keep doing it, and we'll see where it goes, like, 
you know, I don't, I don't necessarily want to be like a superstar podcaster or none of that. Like if that'd be great, but, um, I don't know. Like I really, I listen to a lot of podcasts and some of them I enjoy, but like, I just feel like there's a, there's a lane that's not being filled. I feel like a lot of people are really hot and I'm not knocking it. Like I get it. Y'all getting money and all that and hosting jobs. Maybe I'll do that. But like, I just feel like it's very Hollywood. It's very sponsored. You could tell everybody got the same sponsors. Everybody kind of shouting out the same things. It's very politically correct. It's very polite. Everybody love everybody. I'm not shitting on that. I'm just saying that's not interesting to me. Like I can listen to one or two of that, but when all of them start doing that, it gets a little tired to me. Um, again, the millennial voice, God bless y'all, but like, I grew up different, I came up at a different time, I'm a different type of nigga, and I just don't be connecting with a lot of what y'all saying, so, and I feel like other people feel that way too, that's why they come here, so, thank y'all, thanks for listening, I'm glad y'all like it, um, again, if y'all got any suggestions, anything you want me to talk about, yo, what about this, what about that, be specific, don't be sending me what's the meaning of life shit, but be specific, and you know, if I'll, I'll, go through it, anything with this Russian shit, I got y'all, just ask me whatever, and if I, if I, if I can answer it, I will, um, so, yeah, so this is, it's a little short, not exactly an hour, but whatever, I won't keep y'all, it's the first one back from the holiday, and this will make up for if I go over long on another one, and again, I left my notes, so this is kind of freewheeling, and I kind of had to uh, adjust as it go. oh, send me games, like, if y'all know any fighting games, that is good, again, not no complicated ass shit, something simple, a fighting game, a sword game, like, uh, what's that one, Assassin's Creed, I'm gonna try that one, that look, you know, anything that's like killing, or one-on-one, or Call of Duties, and all of that stuff, these, these GTAs, and all these old complicated, gotta go on mission shit, this might not be for me, I'll see, um, alright, so, this is episode 133, Thanks for asking Kells Radio. Um, my email is thanks for asking podcast at gmail.com. I gave y'all Twitters, but I'll give it to you again. Personal one at KMGZ. And the podcast one is at thanks underscore for asking on Twitter. So follow me there. I check both of them pretty frequently. And um, what's the name of this going to be? Hmm. Well, I don't know. I, I, I had, I've been. I, I usually was, like, getting the titles as we go, but I, I got it that one time, and then I've been on, like, a little... Oh! Oh, my God. How did I almost forget? I'm so sorry. I went to, um, also, I went to Reggie's funeral. Reggie Osei Combat Jack passed um, December 20th, prior to the holiday. His funeral was on um, the 28th. I went... Yo, it was a... It was held at the Buddhist temple um, off across from Union Square. Yo, it was like five floors. The the actual place, the room where the funeral was heard was packed. I got there mad late because I read the th- thing wrong and I actually went to, I thought that it was in Brooklyn, but it wasn't. It was in Manhattan. The view was in Brooklyn, so I got there later than I had even anticipated getting there. Five floors of people, all standing, packed out. They said there was like 735 people at this funeral. It was great. It was a wonderful service. You had people coming up and, and giving his life. I mean, he started out as an entertainment lawyer and went through all this and people, everybody got up there and spoke to it. He touched so many people. Um, I don't know if you, they put it, they had a little film. I don't know if y'all know, a lot of y'all might not, but he was Jay-Z's first lawyer. Um, and they just went through the career and all the people he touched and, you know, he went to podcasting and story. It was a great service. It was a great funeral. I, I mean, I felt really good. So many of those people, it was so many people that came out. Like it was a lot of people there. It was standing room only of five floors. Imagine like one of these mega churches with five floors, 
full of people standing, packed. I was in the lobby, because I got there like an hour late, and it was already the lobby, we was already down to lobby level, and they had, you know, the screens broadcasting it, and that got packed out. And in the room where the actual service was, was packed out. So it was great, if any of y'all were there, um, it was a great way to send off, and yeah, so I'll end it with that. And um, thanks for listening, and I'll have a title when I put it up and see y'all next week. Peace.